Hello! Hi. Boo. We're the Holoqueens. The Holoqueens. And on this episode, we're discussing Night of the Demons. Ooh. Spooky. All right, well, how'd you feel about this one? This one was uh, both of our... No, this one was yours. This one was mine. Yeah. I purposely wanted, like, a cheesy 80s horror. Yeah. And I got exactly what I wanted. It's here, and it's ready. Yeah. Oh, here's the... Yeah, we're watching it in the background, (laughs) as we have become accustomed to doing now. The infamous uh, line. Um, Yeah, it... uh... Well, I guess before we jump into it, I keep, I always forget. I keep on forgetting. We'll get the boring stuff out of the way. So the boring film title stuff. is Night of the Demons. It's rated R. It was released in 1988. The director is Kevin S. Tenney? Tenney? T-E-N-N-E-Y. Uh, it stars um, Kathy Podwell, Lance Fenton, Billy Gallo. Um, Hal Havens, Allison Barron, Alvin Alexis, uh, Amelia Kincaid, Lena, Lena Quigley. Um, it stars a lot of people. I, I'm to see how long you were going to go for. <laughs> it stars a lot of people. Um, and I feel like I'm always bad at that, but, um, this one in particular, it's kind of like a... Like, I wouldn't say that there... I mean, there are clearly three people who kind of emerge as, like, the leads. But, um... It, I mean, relatively speaking, they all kind of share... Yeah, it's a it's a group. It's Do a, you want to... It's an ensemble. Ensemble of uh, teenagers in the 80s. Should we do a... Pitch. A little mini, yeah, an elevator pitch. An elevator summary. pitch. Yeah, I mean, we can. Why not? Do you, do you want... Do you want to do it this oh, time? Or shit. do you want me to? Um, I'm okay I've, with doing it, but I feel like I I take I hog it, you know. I've been letting you do it because I feel like I would do a really bad job. Well, fine. I'll try it. Oh, okay. Go. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Go for it. So uh, this movie is about a group of teenagers that decide to have a Halloween party in an old abandoned. Uh, I think mortuary would be the term. Yeah, yeah, it was a mortuary. And um, they all show up and they're dancing and drinking and having, they're doing what, doing what teenagers do. And uh, then things start to go astray when um, Angela, Angela, the goth girl, she, she's like, let's have a seance. Yeah, she wants to have a seance. And she unknowingly, they um, summon a, a, a demon. Yeah. And the demon uh, enters. <laughs> Enter. There's some really funny visuals in this movie. Uh, the demon enters. Uh, I. <laughs> oh my god. Her, keep it. Keep it up. We're it's. We're watching it in the background, and there's it's, funny well, stuff happening. I'm, yeah. My, wildly uninteresting to people listening to the podcast. I know, I'm sorry. So. Okay. Um, so yeah, the the demon enters. Uh, uh, the character named Suzanne, who's the archetype of the slut. And she the, she slowly starts becoming a demon, and it slowly spreads to all the other kids. And basically, by the end of the night, like the last like three or so are running for their lives, and just a bunch of like really um, grisly 
um, gory stuff happens to each of them. And then uh, by the end, um, I think only one makes it out. Or no? Two. Two. Roger and... Oh, well, sorry. Spoiler. But again, we we said we were going to do this. Yeah. Uh, Roger and Judy make it out alive. That's right. Yeah. And then... um, uh, something happens, and then the demons all turn to dust. The, they the only end. get, like, a 24-hour period oh, of okay. Halloween kind of a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone well, not uh, everyone basically dies, and <laughs> those two uh, end up getting out. So, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, through and through. I think we've... I can't... I, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that we had... Uh, on our list, but this one through and through is like an 80s horror film. Oh, I guess I'm thinking of Friday the 13th, which very much is an 80s horror film, but I think that one kind of transcends and like has the ability to be fairly relevant outside of the 80s. This one is like a snapshot of what the 80s was. It's like, so 80s. They're not making films like this anymore. Yeah. Uh, because it, it, I just don't think this would resonate with modern audiences. If I, you, Sorry, go ahead. I, well, I think it's manifested in a different way now. I yeah. feel like these archetypes exist in modern horror movies, but they're they're just different. They look different. I think that, and then also they're not as, like, two-dimensional. I think there's mm. been a big push to yeah. make, like, the virgin not just virginal, and, like, the dumb slut not just the dumb slut. You know, like, I'm thinking of, like, Evil Dead, obviously, where it's, like, very, like, 2D there yeah. are the characters and then you have something like cabin in the woods that kind of spins that this falls more towards the like evil deads on type film on the spectrum in regards to like the caricatures of the the cast yeah yeah there's like the jock the slut the virgin the the, the black guy the asian girl asian yeah. girl <laughs> yeah um the the um like the chauvinist pig yeah he's, there's a character who's very pig like, um, and I I would say the girl he was with was kind of like stoner chicky. Hmm? Which one? The the one was she dating the, the oh pig Helen guy? uh yeah sure I guess she, kind of stoner she chick kind of yeah. stoner chick vibes, um but yeah and it's just like them like all being friends and existing together and then like arguing and like trying to survive and you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like, it's a, it's a classic like eighties horror film. Yeah. Yeah. Which it makes sense that this one kind of falls victim to like the obscurity of like, just that like large group of, you know, B, C rate horror films that came out of the eighties and Mm -hmm. even like into the nineties and early two thousands where it's just like, this is firmly in that category of like. Uh, you know you wouldn't you couldn't pick this film out of a lineup because they're all of the films in the genre are going to kind of be the same mm-hmm. but it, every single one is going to be fun to watch i wouldn't necessarily oh, yeah. want to do like 20 of these films in a row but including one of these on our particular list made a lot of sense and it was a good yes. break in um you know the films that we had been watching prior to this point yeah yeah that's what i like was thinking near the end i was like you know this film it's i mean it's not like super deep but it's just like fun to watch and it's just like it's just like silly yeah like and you know there i mean like i think this one also we talk 
obviously at nauseum maybe on this podcast about like how horror can be a snapshot into like the fears of the time and i think that we've also talked um uh you know and thought about which films are knowingly uh exploiting those fears and which films are just a product of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this one is more of a product of the time rather than exploiting the fears of the time. Yeah. Because the transmission of the demon ends up not... Uh, it's, like, sexually insinuated. They, like, make out mm. and they're, like, grinding uh, and it's transmitted mouth to mouth. But, you know, yeah. like, the deeper implication is that, like, this demon's transmitted through sexual activity mm. and, like... You know, I don't think the the director was particularly thinking about how that's a critique of of teen culture and horrors yeah, it within wasn't, teen culture. It wasn't a PSA. Yeah. It was more of just like, ooh, this could be something that's really scary because what do teenagers do? They go to, like, abandoned houses and make out. You know, like, yeah, one of those things. It's that concept of, like, making something, like familiar that you know like making it like scary and yeah. like sinister yeah and so like you know like it's teenagers <laughs> obviously they're thinking about sex and stuff and so yeah to make sex the monster is yeah definitely like part of it um this also falls in staunchly into the category of 80s films for me because all of the props and all of the prosthetics are goopy and wet and like slimy yeah like i don't know what it is about this era yeah that they are like literally just like the goopier the better can we throw more goo on it i love i think it's disgusting it is really gross (laughs) it looks so nasty i mean i just think about other films that have happened kind of around this time another one that's on our list is um uh, Fright Night, and it's kind of similar. You know, there's a lot of like yeah. gooey elements. Yeah, like everything was uh, like a uh, uh, built in the scene shop, and yeah, you know, every yeah. And they were like, "How wet can we get it? Like, how wet yeah. can we make this goo? How much blood can we put in it?" Yeah. Um, but you know, it works works for the film, and I do think that this mm-hmm. you know also like dives into a lot of common tropes, which is which makes it fun. We talked about the the caricature uh, teenagers. There's also like a river that's running around the perimeter of the mortuary, and it's mm. like built on, you know, an ancient Indian burial ground <laughs> that like yeah. all of the Indians went mad or na- native uh, Native American. I don't. I'm native blanking on the proper term. Native yeah. Americans, I guess. Would, yeah, all the Native Americans like. Um, you know, like, mutilated each other when they, like, spent the night there. Indigenous people? Indigenous people. That would probably be the best term. Um, Of course, in the film, they're calling them Indians. (laughs) You know, like... Yeah, yeah, because it's the 80s. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of all of that rolled into one. um, And it's just so fun to watch. It's it's a good, Mm -hmm. good film. Um. I do think that this is also another film where I know we kind of briefly talked about it in American Psycho, our first podcast, but uh, where you were talking about how New York kind of in and of itself becomes a character in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, the house is a character in this film. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Cause it's like a, a ever present, like a uh, presence. Yeah. And it's also, it also like adds an obstacle. It adds conflict to the plot. Yeah. Yeah. 
it like mazes itself out to like I just yeah. remember thinking throughout the duration of this film I was like this is a very large and labyrinth like mortuary <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why they needed quite so many rooms but um, yeah sure yeah um I bet it was I wonder if it was a set or if it was a real building yeah I don't know but I bet it was fun to um to film in oh I'm sure in, yeah there is also no shortage of um, female nudity in this film. Yeah. Uh, we do get full giant shot too. <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, lots of naked uh, ladies. naked ladies. Naked we ladies. get it's more more boobs than anything else, but we yeah. do get a fully naked uh, Susan Suzanne. Throwing back to the graphics, can we talk about the the boob? Yeah, scene? the chest plate. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with this for sure. So, um, the first person to get, um, I guess, possessed, infected, however you want to refer to it, um, is Suzanne, and she is, through and through, supposed to be, like, the slut character. Yeah. The first time we see her, she's, like, bent over with her underwear exposed in a gas station while her friend is shoplifting. Yeah. Um, you know, classic. Her friend being the goth girl. Just a, a fun Saturday night, in my opinion. Yeah. Sam I mean, and I do that all the time. We, we, yeah, that was our first date. <laughs> so, uh, Suzanne gets infected first. Are we surprised? No, it's... No, because she's a slut and yeah. she has to be punished. She does. Um, and, uh, in typical 80s fashion, she is punished. And she is possessed. She then transmits it to her friend Angela through a kiss. A lesbian kiss. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, Suzanne kind of goes her own way. What's interesting is, like, each of these demons, after they get possessed, kind of fixtures themselves in different parts of the house. So Suzanne, like, took up the bathroom and one of, one of the other rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela was, like, patrolling the hallways. Stooge was, like, in the attic. Stooge is the pig guy. Stooge is the pig guy. Um, Mike and, or I'm sorry, Philip and Franny, who are kind of... They're the, like dating, canoodling. Yeah, they're like the foil characters to the main girl and the guy who just brought her there to, like, to fuck. Um, he, he's kind of an asshole, but, um, they're foil characters. They kind of take over the, like, um, uh, showroom. So they each have their own, like, little positions. Right. But, but um, yeah, Suzanne... So... Jay is trying to fuck um, Judy, who's the Judy's the virgin. Jay's like the all star jock kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And when Judy's like, I don't want to have sex with you in this house, which right on, girl, because I wouldn't want to have sex in that house either. <laughs> it's like yeah, why are all the boys trying to like fuck these girls in this like creepy ass decrepit like like <laughs> it like, looks like um, there's germs. No. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna get a UTI. Like like bad, you like, know, right? I want to fuck, just not here. Yeah, <laughs> this dead abandoned building. So Jay gets pissed off that Judy's not throwing throwing the cat around, and um, he like runs off and he like walks into a room and Suzanne's in there, you know, looking at a mirror. She's by this point full demon. She is, she's gone. She's transitioned. Yes, she's she's done. She's gone. She's fully submitted to the demon. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, Suzanne," and she's like, "What if I rode that dick, Daddy?" And he's like, "Oh, or what? No. What does she do? She like bends down and she like gets on her knees in front of him and starts uh-huh. to unbuckle his pants." And he's like, "Oh yeah." 
And then, and then he like, no, what am, where am I going with this? Oh, I'm trying to circle back to the chest plate. Yeah. So right before this, right before this, she's, um, she's doing, she's, she's kind of seducing Stooge. Stooge is all in for it. And, um, then she kills Stooge and makes him the demon. He's a demon too now. No, that's not right. Angela makes... Did I watch this movie? Am I going everywhere with this? I feel like I'm going everywhere with this. Anyway, we'll just jump right into the to the scene that we're wanting to talk about. It's been a couple days since we watched <laughs> yeah. it. Actually, maybe like three, right? I don't know. But you, wa- you want to talk about the chest plate. Just jump right in. Look, there's like a titty plate being used. Okay, so basically it's Suzanne, right? Suzanne. Suzanne just like unbuttons her shirt. And she, oh, what is she sticking there? Lipstick. So li- that's right. She gets her lipstick. She's and she, drawing on her face. <laughs> yes. And because she's all possessed and like creepy and stuff. She unbuttons her shirt. And we see this like, they're, uh, we see these clearly fake boobs. I mean, they're supposed to be real, like her char- her character's boobs, but they're like, it's clearly a chest plate. And then she just like, like drags the lipstick down her chest, like between her boobs. And then she just like, shoves the lipstick into her nipple like into her body through her nipple yeah it made little to no sense we were just like dude what just happened yeah and she's just like whoops and then that's when jay walks in and he's like your makeup's a little whack there babe and then that's when she seduces him Mm. and she gets on top of him i love that he was just like yeah you're sexy like yeah that one prude bitch judy didn't want to fuck but you do so let's go for it you know um straight men or apparently he was like i don't care if you're gonna get a uti that's not my problem this is uh my this is how i see i mean this is my only example of straight men so this i'm assuming they're all like that all oh i'm sure (laughs) again if you're a straight man listening to our podcast first first why second (laughs) sorry what's your angle (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's that, I think that was probably the most like (laughs) bizarre, uh, the rest of the film has a relatively coherent plot line. Yeah. I loved that. That was so surreal and stupid. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like the director and the like, uh, props, props team was like, uh, you want us to build a chest plate so that she can, (laughs) and you want it to be soft enough that when she applies the smallest amount of pressure, an open lipstick. It's not a closed lipstick. It's open. Like, the the makeup part of it crushes into her nipple and, like, th- pushes through the chest plate into her body. It didn't look like it was that hard to do. Like, it looked like they pushed it in through, like, the the bottom of the nipple so, like, the seam could be between the areal oh. and the skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so that's you mean what that it there's like. already, like, a pre-rip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she could just slip it in there. That's what it looked like to me. That's fair. Um, but um, yeah, it just felt like like when they were writing the script, like someone just had a bad day, and he was like, "Fuck it, let's just have her shove the lipstick in her fucking nipple." Throw Fuck this. The lipstick and the titty, and it just like went. Like, and they were like, <laughs> they just made it through the edit process. It probably was somebody like very high up on the team too, and everybody else was like, "This is kind of fucking weird," <laughs> but we can't say anything. Right? Yeah, it was the guy with too much power, and yeah. they're like, "How are we gonna fucking do this?" Yeah. Um, so we have like that happening. Um, it is kind of sad because so Sal is the love the ex boyfriend of Judy, and he decides he like 
coerces her brother into telling him where the house party's at and he crashes it. And they're surprisingly, like, totally chill with him being there. They're just like, Sal, what are you doing here? Anyway, let's get fucked up. And, like, you kind of root for him throughout the entire duration of the film because he does seem to have, like, a genuine connection with Judy and he does care about her, whereas Jay just wants to, like, fuck. Yeah. And then Sal dies. (laughs) It's, like, really... (laughs) That was kind of sad. It's kind of a bummer, yeah. Yeah. But they got Roger out of there. Roger's the token black guy. The token black guy. Um, So that was a progressive. Yeah, very, very progressive. (laughs) And they, they, the two steps they took forward with Roger making it out alive, they took three steps backwards at the beginning of the film, uh, where the little brother whispers the word fag. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I was more, like, tickled. Yeah, I was like, damn. (laughs) that's <laughs> so weird um, oh and then the only the only notes i wrote down <laughs> for this movie oh God. was that the little brother when he's okay so he's like hiding in the in judy's closet and he like pops out to scare her and she's like wearing a bra because she doesn't know that he's in there and he says nice bodacious bo- oh fuck how did i forget it bodacious booby sis yeah it's and we were like is there about to be like an incest scene like yeah like what in whatever universe would you ever <laughs> comment your on your sibling's genitals yeah yeah for real <laughs> in that way um i'm trying to think of what else like, nice boobs sis yeah for real I'm trying to think what else there was oh there was like kind of the like so, when I looked up this film right before this, it, it like, markets itself as, like, a horror comedy. And I get that. Like, that's yeah, definitely sure. what this is. But there's also these peripheral... Yeah, there's these peripheral, like, the kind of beginning and end to this film where um, there's this, like, crotchety old man that's, like, super mm. fucking against um, Halloween. Which, that's obviously when, what, the the day that this movie is set is on Halloween. Yeah. And so, like, Judy's walking home from school, and he's like, fuck you. I mean, he doesn't say fuck you, but he's like, or he gets pushed down by kids, and she tries to help him up, and he's like, I don't need your help. (laughs) And she's like, okay, well, screw you, too. And then, like, we, he, like, soliloquies about his plan to, like, put razor blades in apples and it's just like the fuck okay who hurt you but fine that plot really went oh no it did go somewhere so at at the the end end, we get roger and judy walking home clearly fucked up and then this old guy is back out in front of his house they walk by him and he's like you bunch of tramps you bunch of whores and they're just like we have been through hell and back so we're not going to give you the time of day, old man. Yeah, this and he, is a cool shot right here. Too. Yeah, yeah. He goes in and um, he's talking to his wife and his wife is like, I made an apple pie with all the leftover apples you had. And meanwhile, he's like three bites in. And then it's just like, again, this wet, goopy, like, he's razor oh, blades yeah. are s- like literally pouring out of his neck and just blood is everywhere and like yeah. fake skin it, it's just like his throat starts like splitting open because of the razor blade. i thought yeah. that was pretty cool it was cool it was uh it was a fun little end to this like funny little film but i just remember yeah. being like what a what a what a film what a world what a world um it this this film did have a, a couple of cool shots there were uh the one that sam said earlier while i was talking about the old man the mirror breaks that they do the seance in and then they all look down and they're like, what happened? And they're all kind of talking 
concurrently trying to assess what happened and yeah. the the camera is looking at the shards of glass and their reflection in it so yeah and you can like see all their faces and all the separated shards piece, pieces of shards yeah. yeah yeah it was pretty cool um all in all this movie was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was really cute um oh yeah the, the puppet demon the demon's like a weird like psychotic muffet muppet it's like a skull dragon straw i don't, I don't know it's <laughs> a, i just remember kind of thinking like it's not my favorite but sam was kind of into it so it cool to each their own i suppose <sighs> But I think, you know, for the time period, it made sense. Like, this was, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're not leaning into CGI right now, so yeah. of course they're going to have to make a puppet. <laughs> um, what did, what would you rate this and who would you recommend it to? Um, I would rate this a 10 out of 10. I'm just kidding. Um, wow. <laughs> I would give this an eight and a half. Because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel like I gave better movies worse scores. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. But, I'm just I'm just mentally tabbing where we were at Witches of Eastwick. And as, if you, as long as you don't go above a nine, wow. you're fine. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm... I you're think, like, in that case, <laughs> 9.25. Well, like, I think my rating system is based on, like, how much I liked it as opposed to, like, Comparatively quality. to other films. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, let me do me. Yeah, fine. What are you rating it? <laughs> Eight and a half. And then um, I I would recommend this um, to most people. Uh, I mean, again, like, if you're looking for, like, something scary. There's, like... No, I don't think this movie is that scary. Maybe if you're easily scared. There's, like, some horrific moments. There's um, a lot of, like, graphic uh, nudity and graphic um, gore. Yeah. Um, But it's all really, like, campy, cheesy 80s. And if you kind of, like, already kind of know that vibe, then you'll know what this movie, how this movie's going to go. But, yeah, I think it's fun. This is the one that you... If we were to give like a a comparison or like a, a likening to another movie, oh. didn't you say was this the one that you said this is like Psycho Beach Party it, it oh. meets Evil Dead? I mean, it, it was either this one or Fright Night. I think, I think it was probably this one more so probably. than Fright Night. Yeah, I think so because the lines in this movie are just so, so ridiculous. Bad. They're so, so bad. fucking ridiculous. Um. So yeah, it's it's definitely in that vein of like. 80s horror camp yeah um, yeah um, and we get these sorry it's just like alex alex uh, what's her name angela's doing this like weird monologue right now it's like it's it's like when they get to a certain point and they're like fuck we have to explain what's going on but we can't do it in a realistic way yeah like right now angela was just like no you guys you don't understand there's a difference between ghost inhabiting a house and a oh, demonic yeah. possession of a home and it's like angela how do you know that like what like you need a goth girl to tell the squares like about what's going on yeah um I would give this film, I, I would give it a, a seven because it's not, it's not going to be universally appreciated, but I do think a good chunk of people are going to like this movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not, yeah. it's not so far out there that like, you know, people would be like, why did Ryan recommend this film to me? Uh, <laughs> and as far as like 
who I would recommend it to. I'd recommend it to anybody looking for a horror movie. I know a couple people in my life that if I recommended this to them, even though I don't think that this is a scary movie per se, mm-hmm. they would think it's scary. Yeah. And um, so, I, I mean, it's not like scare free. Like it's definitely leaning. It's got, you know, gore. It's got props. It's got demons. It's, it's got camp. It's got camp. But um, if you're, if you know, if there's somebody in your life who is not scared of scary movies <laughs> and, uh, or they like scary movies, mm-hmm. this would fall much further back on the spectrum of like scary and be more of like an enjoyably fun f- film that's um, also just happens to be a horror film, you know? Yeah. I think this movie would be cute to play in the background of a Halloween party. Yeah, I could see that. It's, for it's sure. a very like um, traditional Halloween movie. Yeah, traditional teenage Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else? Um, I love Suzanne the slut, and I love Angela the goth girl. Also, the two male leads were—they, I mean, they were—they were nice to look at. Are there, oh, let's talk about the cute boys in this movie. <laughs> um, there were none. There were not none. Um, Jay was kind of cute. What about, um, what's his name? Smush. Stooge. Stooge. <laughs> Smush. Uh, no, Stooge? Stooge was not my type. Stooge? Oh, there's the lesbian kiss. Um, now she's possessed. Stooge and, or, uh, Jay and Sal were kind of cute. Um, also, it's funny that they didn't lean more into that lesbian kiss and the, like, straight guys weren't like, whoa, whoa, oh my god, whoa. my dick's hard. Honestly, like, I'm glad I don't need to see that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about that. I guess that's fair. I care more about this lesbian kiss. <laughs> With that, we're going to end this one. (laughs) We're going to have a lesbian kiss of our own. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, that's, I guess, it for our... um, The Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. Um, And and Night of Our Opinions. Night of Our... Demonic Opinions. Our our opinions. Our opinions. Our opinions from hell. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we uh, got to... I glad, I'm glad you picked it. Good job. Yeah, me too. This is, I think, actually, this was like the first movie that, you <laughs> that I watched where I was like, yeah, I'm glad I watched that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the next film we're reviewing is. He's going to go look. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, Close Encounters encounters yeah join us for our next film when we're reviewing close encounters of the third kind it's a spielberg spielberg but until then have (laughs) a happy spooky time and uh yeah bye bye y'all